Hello people, it's your girl Chenami and welcome to Life with Chenami Podcasts. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the best way, the very best way to create real authentic change in your life. Alright, let's go. So... Um, recently I've been asking myself, right, that what's, what's the best way, you know, of handling the situation? So for example, you, there's a lot of grass in front of your house. If you're going to clear that grass and you just take a, a, I mean, a mower to mow the grass away. Do you think that's going to solve the problem? No, it, that, that's just going to be a temporary fix. In the interim, I mean, after mowing, the garden is going to look good, you know, but that's, that's just on the surface level. After a short period of time, what happens? The weed will grow back again. Now, I'm sure by now you're already thinking, and heading towards the answer. So how do you fix this long term? How do you make sure that at least the grass is gone for a long period of time before it starts growing again? It is by removing the weed from the roots. By removing the weed from the roots. So you are pulling it out of the ground. And that's what happens in our lives. So... um. For everything we face today, there is always a root to it. There's always a root cause to it. And so understanding the root cause is central to resolving the issue. Once the root has been removed, certainly 99.9% of the time, the effects can now be addressed and would eventually begin to give way because you have identified the route and you are now working towards seeing how, what and what do I need to approach this thing? Okay. So, so let's, so let, let's, let's look at some of the ways that uh, sometimes we tackle issues. Okay. So we meet somebody today. And, ah, this person has very low self-confidence today. That's an effect of something that has happened. Remember the weed is the effect the root cause is the one that's buried under the ground. So there is something that has led this person to this place, to this situation that he, he or she is in right now. So low self-confidence is what we see today, is the effect. A lot of the time, we, we see the effect because it's very glaring, right? What, what could have been the cause? For somebody that is facing, that's having low self-confidence today, the person has probably been faced with a series of setbacks in the past. So, so many setbacks. He put head here, it's not working. He put head here, it's not working. He put head here, it's not working, right? That can cause someone to begin to slowly give up. And then low self-confidence now becomes what you see. Okay. Another typical example is um when someone has a low income like today what you see in the the effect you see is low income what has caused it this person probably has a mindset that repels money so i i I was i heard of a story of someone that 
you know, makes a lot of money. But at the end of the day, you still see him going to beg people. And the kind of people he's going to beg are people who, in in if he if he had everything, I mean, together, those are the kind of people that should come and be begging him for money. So he's going to beg the woman selling a car on the road. You know, he, he's buying a car. He's not being able to pay. He eats a car for one month before he can pay. At the end of the month, when salary comes. This person has a mindset that repels money. That is the root cause. So how do you fix that mindset so that things can begin, you know, to work again in in the person's life? Okay. Another another uh, example I want to give is so you see you see someone an adult. I, I mean, there are days, there are times when I feel that with this this feeling of emptiness feeling of emptiness what the next question would be what is the cause what is the cause so a lot of the times if you look at it again in such situations you see that there's this maybe there are times when this person craves for love from family and they don't get it especially when they were young so now the effect is that sudden feeling of emptiness loneliness you know and all of that well now that I've set the the ground, um, it's it will be good for us to know that many people try to work on their problems by addressing the effects. You know, when somebody's always late, somebody's always late to work, always late for an appointment. Same person's always late to church, always late to work, always late. Something is wrong. It's not the why you. It's not the lateness that is the issue. There is a cause. There's something that is causing it. So the person has a very poor time management skill. He doesn't understand planning. He doesn't know how to plan effectively. There is something that causing it. Cumulate is just the result. Okay? So, for example, um, when people try to increase their self-confidence by creating confidence <laughs> through forced behaviors and self-talk without first understanding why they lack confidence. You now see that they keep moving in circles, circles, and trying to work on self-confidence, build self-confidence and all of that. You know, or people who are trying to increase their wealth by doing uh, get-rich-quick schemes rather than understanding why they are at that level of wealth. You know, or you still see people who tackle procrastination using discipline when their procrastination is due to something else, not necessarily the lack of discipline. So you hear things like, um, you want to be confident? Look at yourself in the mirror and say, I am the best in the world. Or they say you want to be motivated about a task, tell yourself that you love doing it and it's good for you. Or the one that sometimes gets to me is you want to overcome procrastination, just do it. Just do it. Is yes, those things feel like they can work, but you need to get to the root cause of why am I delayed on this task? Is it that I don't find it important? Is it that it's not necessary? You want to get to the root cost. Okay? You need to get to the root cost. It's it's quite understandable, um, you know, why people are inclined to deal with effects. Because effects are what 
it's, you can see, you know, there's something you can immediately observe. So it's easy to act, you know, on them. And then when you do so, you can, you see sometimes, you see instantaneous change, you know, which can give you that signal that, ah, you are making progress on your goals. But the truth is, when you try to uncover root causes, uh, it will take a while. It can be complicated. It can be tedious. But when you when 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 you are successful at um, uncovering the root cause, what happens is it becomes. It's like you trying to now form a new habit of you trying to unlearn certain things so that you can carve a new path. Um, a new uh, way to work in. So it's not just temporarily. It's not something that will come up again in the nearest. Before before such things, you, you become more aware of why what is happening is happening. Okay? Now, um, it's, it's just like I've mentioned, when you keep working on your problems by working on the effects, you might get some results here, yeah, but it's very limited. Remember the example of um, clearing weed using a mower. More weed will continue to grow because the roots are still in the floor. Okay? So, um, positive self-talk is good, but it doesn't um, doesn't last. Okay? It's just for, it's just, it's just for you know, a limited, uh, a limited time. It's the same thing if somebody was doing get rich quick stick, if he gets the money, it won't last. Why? His mindset, his mentality. He's gonna run broke. Okay? It's gonna it's gonna it's gonna run dry. So there's always a reason why things happen, more so than you may even realize. It can be recurring life issues like why you keep attracting the wrong relationship partners, why you always seem to have irresponsible and incompetent people as colleagues or why you're low in self-confidence you know or why you're always late or why why do you emotionally eat you know or why do you lack motivation or why you have certain character traits like impatience there's always a reason there's always a reason things happen there's always a reason why you are the way you are I'm currently reading a book and the book is titled what happened to you the, the and I think that that's one question we we don't ask in our society. What happened to you? What happened in your childhood? What happened on your journey of becoming who you are today? What happened? What happened to you? So there's always a reason. There's always something that has happened that is giving us the results we have today in our lives. And, and so I, I, in previous episodes, I've mentioned that part of the journey of personal growth is self-awareness, okay? Part of your journey, the one, it, it will be a disservice to you and your generation if you cannot live a self-aware life. Why am I doing what I'm doing? Why do I act the way I do? This is beyond temperament. Why, why do I react? In, why do I respond in a certain way? Why do I do things in a certain way? Why am I inclined to certain decisions? As well, this is a journey we all must take at some point in our lives. 
okay so this journey is 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 to be aware of you know the interconnectedness of everything in our life from your past to what's around you to yourself your environment and when when you take this first step of awareness it's it's, it's a long journey it's quite a long journey trust me I'm, I'm on it and i know it's a long journey you know especially when you have a lot to to dig in so let's 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 um, look at a, an example of using low self confidence uh, want to see how can we build you know how can we effect a real change and we want to use an example low self confidence now building self confidence is a frequent everybody who wants to build self confidence i want to build self confidence you want to build um self-confidence and why do we want to build these things because a lot of the times it affects us in our everyday life it affects us in our work you know it affects us in even pursuing that thing we want to do those things we are passionate about or those things we have a desire to do it we, we are held back you know so people now think eh, self-confidence eh, it's like that i've always seen myself like that you know and uh, no if you can understand what the root cause then you can address okay the the effect so i learned of the story of a young woman um who was at this job and she wasn't getting the satisfaction you know she wanted um, she knew she had an issue of low, low self-confidence and all of that, which was certainly affecting her. But she needed to leave that job. She needed to do something of, of her own. Um, she needed to make a move. But she couldn't. She couldn't. She was stuck. You know, so we, we started analyzing the case and then we looked at why she felt low in confidence. When did she start feeling that way? What happened that led to that, you know? And then we found out that the low confidence that she's experiencing today was as a result of an incident that happened when she was a kid. Can you imagine? So when she was a kid, she didn't perform well in her exams. And that resulted in discrimination by her teacher, you know, discrimination by her parents, discrimination by her friends. And this this whole scene, you know, of course, because she didn't perform well in class, her scores were low and she couldn't move to the next class because she did not meet the expectations to move to the next class. And this dealt her a huge blow, you know, a huge blow to her self-worth. And you know, when, when, when you're in the part of the world where we come from, where it's like you have to score all A's, all B's. I was still reading something maybe a few days ago on social media, a parenting group. And the parent was saying her, her, her child at five years, maybe not she one or so, had seven A's and one B. And she was scolding the child why the child had a B at age five. You don't know what you're doing. At age five, you're scolding a child at age five for, for having seven A's and one B. This is a real life story, not uh, not it's not made up. How did how did we get to that point? Do you know what you're doing to that child's ego? Do you uh, I mean 
uh, emotions? Do you, do you know what, what, you're, what you're doing? You don't know. You know, in fact, that was part of the things that we started, I started looking at and then I landed in, oh, so there's a lot of the things we face as adults come from the things that we've experienced growing up as, you know, kids, children. So this this whole thing of her not performing well in class, you know, and then couldn't get promoted to from the one to the two, you know, that kind of thing. Couldn't get promoted and all of that. She was delayed back. You know, it made her at that little stage conclude that she was not good enough because she cannot she couldn't pass, she couldn't do well to even get promoted to the next class. So what can she do? So based on this one conclusion. It went, what do you think will happen? It was a ripple effect. So different incidences from that little tender age kept coming up, you know, and when your mind from that end, from when, when your mind says already you can't do well, you know what will happen? Every other thing you attempt to do will also not go well, just to prove that negative talk in your head, just to prove it right that you actually cannot do well. You know, so this this continued. It's like it now became a self-fulfilling pro- prophecy that, well, you're not good enough. You're not good enough. So there's no point. And so we realized when we found when we discovered this, we then analyzed. Okay, what happened in the situation to result to that um, conclusion? You know, I was there looking at it. It became clear to us that her conclusion was. You know, flawed. What what do we say it was flawed? Because first of all, an exam is just an assessment of your ability to answer a set of questions at a moment in time. So if you're not able to answer it in that time, you can answer it again later on. It did not. It does not represent your full. And that's how we keep saying things about our exams. Do they reflect truly our capabilities? But that's a conversation for another time. Okay. And so the teacher was wrong. Well, remember what we're telling the story of a woman, a woman, a mother today who is having issues at work, you know, having issues in her everyday life, cannot make certain decisions because she has low self-confidence. And we're tracing it down to the fact that what happened in her childhood, what happened to her as a kid, the kind of people around, and that's how we say your environment, your everything shapes who you become. Okay, and so we, we, we had to start telling her that, look, first of all, that assessment, that exam was just a test of, you know, um, your, your ability at that time. Okay, and ah, I don't know how to relate this and this. Well, our brain works in a very interesting way. Our brain. It's part of my read this period. Our brain works in a very... So something that has happened for so many years, whenever scenarios like that try to happen, it picks up your first response to that situation. Your first and subsequent responses, especially when the pattern is the same, that's your brain does not remember time when it comes to uh, giving back that response you made. I I believe this makes sense. Anyways, so, and then we also now made it clear to her that 
um, your self-worth is infinite. There's no, you can't just limit it because of a certain grade. Uh, you, did not, you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't get this grade or you don't have this amount of wealth or this property or possession. No. There's no prerequisite to, to be at the level of wealth, you know, to have a set. There's no prerequisite. The only reason why many people think this way is because society has taught us to associate uh, your worth with these material things, your wealth or greed or property or possession. But this isn't true. This isn't true. And so we realized there was a flawed belief. And so we had to start working with how to increase the self-confidence, how to, you know, um, take steps. And, you know, after the whole um, session, she could go on to pursue her ideal career. And today, she's having a beautiful life with her husband. She's having and i mean she's 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 just excited doing life because she's been able to go to the root cause she's been able to go go to the root cause so how do you identify the root cause sometimes the root cause is not even one thing it could be a chain of this it sometimes it's not one effect it's not one cause it can be many effects many causes but one root cause or two, depending I mean, on the situation um, that you are in. So the best case scenario is to dig out the root cause of every effect that you're facing, of course, to create maximum change. It can be difficult, especially since it involves um, going really deep. A lot of us don't want to go deep into who, who we are. And it's, it's a pity, but that's something, that's a trend I've noticed. A few times I try to speak with people, I realize they just want to stay on the surface. I don't, there's nothing really. They just say there's nothing. There's, there's, there cannot be nothing. There's something that has, um, that has gotten you to where you are. So number one, recognize the root cause. And for sure, it is always internal. The root cause is always, always internal. It's never external. It's always something about us, our outlook, our beliefs, our personality, our choices, our behavior, even our past. The answer, the root cause, it doesn't lie outside. It's not somebody. So the deeper you go, the closer you get to the root. And that deeper is what a lot of us fear. A lot of us fear deeper. The number two way to, you know, the second way to find get to the root cause is to identify the common denominator of the problem you face identify situations when this problem tends to surface as i would say common denominator so in what times what do you want to do or where are you when you face this particular problem you face this issue so if you're able to point out oh okay it's when i'm i'm trying to drive or when i'm trying to board a vehicle it's where or it's when i'm trying to do this now, when you've identified that, you put them side by side and begin to analyze them. Look for, you know, for, so for example, you may discover that you're always getting into bad relationships because you feel lonely. Hmm? While this may not be the root cause, loneliness can be caused by other things such as lack of love. I don't know if you're getting the link. You're always getting into bad relationships because you feel lonely. 
feeling lonely is not a root cause. Why do you feel lonely? Loneliness can be caused by other things, you know, lack of self-love. And then how did you get to the point of lack of self-love? Again, number three, you have to keep asking why. Because a child that is born loves, loves endlessly. So how did you come to the point that you lack self-love? Okay, so you keep asking why. Never assume that something is the final root cause. Keep questioning why. Dig into it. You'll know something is a root when it gives you an aha. So that is it. That's what happened. Mm. And then you begin to see that situation in a different light. Then you know, Eureka, you found it. Okay, now when you do that, what do you do? Begin to change your beliefs. So often what we think is normal may not well be a norm. You know, people, they will say, ah, my mom, they, they flogged us, they beat us. Look at us, we turned that well, my dear. <laughs> conversation again for another year. <laughs> because this whole conversation that we keep postponing, they did this to us, they did this to us. Look at us, we turned that well. Did you turn out well? Or are you not a people pleaser? Are you able to speak or put your voice where people who are, you know, of a certain class, can you speak confidently? Did you turn? Out, did you really turn out well? There are a lot of issues. You're always anxious. Anxiety is dealing with you. What to what to? <laughs> I, I mean, that's terribly okay. Now, when you start challenging your beliefs, um, challenge what you write, challenge what you say, challenge how you think. Uh, this would certainly break you to the next level, okay? And then the last but not the least is increase your consciousness. So just, you know, just growing and raising your consciousness will automatically make you more aware. You will start to see the link between the causes, the effects, you know, and things that are happening around your life. Of course, you know, it may be a little mind-boggling to begin to dig deep into the reasons behind everything that you do. Uh, but I honestly recommend that you start off with problems you're currently facing. So what is the problem you're currently facing? Personally, I'm trying to, I'm working on a project and one of the problems I'm having is self-doubt. And I know where, I know, I would say I know, but I can see the chain, how, why, why I'm struggling at that point, right? I'm working on it, so, I think maybe when I'm done with this, I'll talk about it too. <laughs> so, until the next episode, and thank you so much for um, listening, giving your time to listen. I'm rooting for you and hoping that you get to the root cause of whatever uh, challenge it is you're facing. I know that I'll always be here and I love you. Enjoy your day.